People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. Nigga let us swim, so I let him take a dip. Drown in this Fiji water, then we smoke a zip. Gangsta nigga LBC, and that's on Crip. He saw Icy call it wet, wet, how it drip. Magician on a dick, yeah, I do tricks. Cheerlead on a dick, yeah, I do splits. Call Ayana now, cause he need his life fixed. Came quick, night crying like a little bitch. I'm the one with the power, nigga, get hip. Make you eat up on his pussy, then I flip the script. Acting like my nigga, and he all up in my mix. I'ma need you to chill, nigga, Netflix. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle. The name of today's episode is Trick or Treat. I'm talking about how niggas is out here wearing Halloween costumes year-round. Niggas is wearing Halloween costumes in relationships. Niggas, niggas is wearing Halloween costumes. Mask on, nigga, fuck it, mask off. So, everything is all gonna work together with the Halloween theme. I literally have to hurry the fuck up and record this episode because I have so much shit to do. And yeah, I got a lot of shit to do. So I got to make the episode really fucking quick. But um, I wanted to talk about how people mask their true personalities and their true intentions in relationships and all of that. Um, I actually currently know somebody that's kind of like going through, you know, I guess a separation or whatever. And it seemed that they had, like, a really good relationship. Or or not even seemed. They did have a good relationship. But, you know, once wires get crossed and niggas decide not to be together, then all of a sudden, you know, one person is just such a bad person. Or people start to change. And, you know, just shit just starts to come out. And it's like, bro, like, that's that's not how you treat somebody that you love. Or, you know what I'm saying? Don't. Don't throw salt on my name now don't throw mud on my name now don't you know what i'm saying it just be a lot of shit that be in the game when niggas decide to go their separate ways um i also feel like and i've said this before that i feel like you don't truly know a person until y'all are not together no more you know what i'm saying and for me in my situation with my son's father, that's how I felt. And I hate that. I don't really, I really don't like to talk about him. I don't like to bring that shit up, but like it, you know what I'm saying? It just, it's something to speak about just because of the experience. So like with that situation, um, you know, one day he just woke up and decided that he wanted to be single after being together for almost four years and having a kid together and, you know, having these plans to, you know, be together long term. And like I said before, 
it is a you know that a person has that right to decide like i don't want to be with you no more i don't feel like you know we mesh i don't feel like we should whatever you have the right to walk away from a, a relationship however if just because you're not in love with the person anymore doesn't mean that you stop loving them so you mean to tell me that as soon as a relationship is over as soon as you break up with somebody oh i don't love you no more like as a person as you know the the mother of my child or the father of my child oh i just don't love you no more all that shit just goes out the window that that's fake as fuck to me that's not real that means the shit was never real to begin with and like I was saying, you don't have to necessarily be in love with the person anymore, but you would think that that love would still be there. You would still respect that person. You know what I'm saying? It's just certain things that you would think would not change. And um, another thing that I wanted to talk about was um, the part two uh, episode of the Red Table Talk with Will and Jada. They had a very brief discussion on unconditional love. And I don't know if I believe in unconditional love. I don't think that it's real. I don't think it's real between two people in a relationship or a marriage or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I don't I don't believe in unconditional love like that. I believe in unconditional love for your kids. It depends on the person though. Like some people don't give a fuck about their kids or if they kid be like, "Oh, I'm gay or I'm living a different type of lifestyle or whatever." Niggas don't really support that. You know what I'm saying? Niggas be like, oh, I, I can't associate myself with you because you do X, Y, and Z. I can't, you know what I'm saying? It's conditioned on something. So for me, I like I said, for me, I think that unconditional love is real between the bond between a parent and a child. Like for me, I love my child unconditionally. There is nothing on this world. There's nothing in this world that my child could do. I mean, I'm not good. Obviously, there are things that he could do that I wouldn't support, like something crazy, like, you know, but even still, I would never stop loving my child. I would never stop loving him. There are things that he could do that I wouldn't necessarily 100% support or don't agree with, but I would never stop loving my child. That's the bottom line. Now, in a relationship, they were talking about how there's not really a such thing as unconditional love they said there's a such thing as transactional love which i definitely agree with because people love you until something happens or you don't do something that they like they also touched on like how expectation what did they say they said that expectations are the mother or is the mother of disappointment and i talked about this in an episode not too long ago about how you know the bigger the expectation the greater the disappointment and i think that's that's another part of the transactional love in a relationship because oh you don't look a certain way i don't love you no more you don't do this so i don't love you no more you don't act you don't want you don't you don't do what i want you to do so i don't love you no more when a person can't get what they want from you any anymore or you don't fulfill you know whatever that role is that they want you to to fulfill when you don't live up to that expectation that they set for you then they don't love you anymore another um big thing like that they talked about in the interview or whatever is just about happiness like 
when you get in a relationship with somebody or you married to somebody, you have that expectation to make them happy, which is really stupid because you cannot always make somebody happy. You will never be able to a to be able to make somebody 100% happy. It's going to be days when I'm sick and I don't feel good. Nigga, I'm not going to make you happy because I don't feel good my fucking self. And that's the thing. Happiness is not a result. Happiness is a choice. You have to choose to be happy. Nobody else can. You know what I'm saying? If you basing your happiness on what somebody else is doing or something else or an event that's supposed to happen, if the shit don't fall through, then you're not going to be happy. You have to choose to be happy on your own. You have to be you have to choose to be happy in a relationship. You but it starts with you. It starts within. You can't place that expectation on somebody else because they're never going to be able to fulfill it 100% of the time. Um what else? So, yeah, I just feel like when you're in relationships and stuff like that, you know, you could just never be too sure about shit. Or you could never be too sure about a person because when it's over, it's fucking over. And when the shit hit the fan and, you know, or if niggas decide they don't want to be together, whatever the case may be, when the shit get ugly, that's when niggas' true colors come out. And it's like, bro, how could you treat a person that you loved like that? You know what I'm saying? How could you mistreat me, disrespect me, let other niggas disrespect me or talk bad about me, talk down on me, act like I ain't never did shit for you, act like I wasn't good to you because that transactional love is, you know, that shit is out the window now because I didn't do what you wanted. Um, So, yeah, people mask their true personalities um, and intentions all the time and you really got to be careful about the people that you deal with that's why and it's not to say like there's anybody that out there that is like just the perfect person that's not you know what i'm saying that's not gonna do this but that's why i just think it's really important to deal with people and um i guess deal with people who whose actions line up with their words that's the most important to me because you could talk all fucking day but if you're not showing me that you know you're about what you say you're about then i don't need to fuck with you it's also very important to try to be in relationships with people that are very um very mature you know what i'm saying you can't deal with a petty person because when shit get ugly, you already know which way that's going to go. So you need to deal with a very mature person. Um, somebody, you know, you know what type of person you need to deal with. Um, and speaking of masking their true personalities and intentions and, you know, just pettiness and all that. I'm going to share with y'all a quick, a quick story. I hate to put her on blast, but it just, you know, it just goes hand in hand with everything that I'm talking about. So yesterday... I was sitting around with my family and we was eating like cake because my brother's birthday was a couple of days ago or whatever. And his daughter was just being a crybaby. She was just being, you know, she was being a kid. She was being a crybaby. She was crying, whatever. And my mom is like, oh, don't you want one of those? I guess like saying like a daughter. So I'm like, no. <laughs> and I didn't mean to say it like that. But I mean, I do want a daughter, but I don't. I think right now, the place that I'm in... The place that I'm at in my life right now, I don't want any more kids. The next time that I have a child, I want to be financially stable. 
and I want to be with the other parent, like, I would like to be married. I want to be, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a a baby mama two times around. I'm really not. So I really want my shit set in stone. It's not to say that, oh, it's going to work out just because I'm married. But, you know, it's a certain way that I want to do shit next time around. So as of right now, no, I don't want a daughter. But then again, I like in the long run, thinking about it, I do want to have a baby again. I want to do it all over. I do want to have a daughter, obviously, because I have a son and it's going to be a different experience um and i already have a name picked out for my baby i do if i have a daughter i want to name her indigo and um that's still if you hopefully you've heard of the term indigo child and if you haven't you should look it up but yeah that's that's my name for my daughter is indigo um so anyway she was being a crybaby and um she was like do you want one of those i was like no and then she told my son, she was like, yeah, well, one day, you know, you're going to have a sister one day. And I'm like, he does have a sister. She was like, no, a real sister. So I immediately had to cut into her, like, don't say that to him. Do not say that to him. And then that just brought me back to, you know, conversations that I've had before about my mom. Like, my mom was my dad's second wife my dad had already had kids he had my twin brothers daryl and delando and i just you know i've heard many stories about stuff that she's done stuff that she said that was just really inappropriate and this is actually stuff that i've experienced myself today you know i've i've dealt with stuff where my son's father's second baby mama has said stuff to my son and it's like you're an adult you know what i'm saying stay in an adult stay in an adult's place don't don't bring that 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 petty drama into my child's life into his world you know what i'm saying is there are certain things that you don't say to children and you would think as a grown-ass woman you wouldn't do stuff like that but people do just because they're petty and so that's my thing i'm like don't don't say that to him you know what i'm saying you you too grown to be even feeding into some petty shit like that whether or not you feel some type of way about my son's father and his situation or whatever my child does have a sister i i wouldn't even say no crazy shit like that to him so why you're saying stuff like that to him is beyond me you know and like i said she says she used to stay she used to say stuff to my brothers when they were young and it's just it's just petty and then once again with the whole masking your true personality your intentions like that to me that says something about a person's character and you know just about who they are as a part like why would you say that to a kid you know what i'm saying no matter how you feel about a situation it just really says something about your personality to me um so yeah i had to cut into her for that and then um i don't know it's a lot with that like just dealing with people's true intentions their personality the shit they do the shit they say um but you know all of that stuff stems from something it stems from a person's personal experience you know what i'm saying i'm i'm not really sure what my mom's experience is or why she is the way she is or why she do the shit she do or say the shit that she say but you know it's something behind that but i just wanted to talk about how it's important to really oh that was another thing i had posed a question to myself i was thinking about this when i was in the shower yesterday i was thinking how long do you think it takes to truly get to know a person 
And I really do not have an answer for that. I don't think you could ever truly get to know a person. You know what I'm saying? People have stuff to say about people that run off and get married quick as fuck. Like, oh, y'all only known each other for three months and y'all engaged. And now y'all about to get married. You don't know that person. Which I agree. I don't think that you could know somebody in three months. But also, you could be with a motherfucker for ten years. And that nigga could be living a double life and be like, damn, I don't even know who the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know how long it takes to get to know a person. And even still, if you are with a person for a, a significant amount of time and then, you know, shit go sour, shit go bad, y'all not together, y'all and y'all, I don't know, like, people just turn into different people. They turn into, like, some, I don't know, you be like, damn, this nigga's the devil. I don't even know who you are. Why are you acting like this? Why are you treating like niggas just start to hate each other and shit just changes i don't know i don't know how long it takes to get to know a person i I can't i don't have the answer for that um but that's why you just got to be very selective about the people that you deal with um i don't know and y'all know for me i'm all about energy i believe in karma i have a bad conscience so i just try to take the straight and narrow path in life you know, with the way that I treat people and whatever, even if people mistreat me, I always still treat people good, no matter what. Even though motherfuckers then dogged me out. Uh, now, I don't kiss no ass or nothing like that, but I still, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not my job to try to get revenge. I'm going to leave it in God's hands. I'm going to be blessed regardless, whatever. But, yeah, you definitely got to be selective and make good choices about the people that you deal with in life. And make sure that you just be a blessing to somebody else at all times. That's all that I can say. So, that's all I got for y'all today. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Um, Let me get y'all this before I go. Let me get y'all this before I go. This episode of the Black Girl Experience was brought to you in part by FGN Games. FGN Games Family Game Night First Edition is a trivia card game to play for you to get to know everything about your family. Do you know your family? Family Game Night First Edition is great to play at all family functions and it provides a way for the players to learn things about their family. This is a must-have game for any and everyone who loves to play trivia card games. Very easy directions are included. All ages can play. This game was created by the Jackson family, which is a young black family of five who wanted to make learning about their family fun and exciting for both kids and adults. So if you're interested, go to fgngames.com slash discount slash blackgirlexp to receive 10% off your purchase. If you find the game fun and exciting, make sure you suggest it to your family and friends so that they will have something to play at their family game night. Be sure to upload a screenshot of you and your family having a great time playing the game and tag FGN Games and hashtag FGN Games, hashtag DYKYF. Do you know your motherfucking family? All right, y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I'm out.